happen to love the traditional Thanksgiving meal, turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and gravy, not much color on that plate. And though my bride Nancy and son David and I uh, give thanks before each meal, there is something extra special about a national day set aside to count our blessings and express gratitude. What I am most thankful for each year is the gathering of family and friends around bountiful Thanksgiving tables. We've seen our son David and his Levy cousins, eight in total, ranging in age from 34 to 25, literally grow up over the years from infants and toddlers to beautiful young adults today. The eight now number 16, including spouses, girlfriends, one child, two on the way. Over the years, the cousins have lost grandparents, yet are still blessed with seven grandparents, including Nancy's parents, Don and Reva, who have been hosting the annual Thanksgiving dinner in Palm Desert for nearly three decades. It is a marvel to see how each of the cousins have come into their own, each becoming more comfortable in their own skin, each loving and supporting one another. David and his cousins embody a living legacy handed down not only from the generations of their families, standing on the shoulders of Levy's and Silverton's and Leventhal's and Zatchelov's and Bloomberg's and Mandelblatt's and Linder's. But they understand that they stand on the shoulders of the generations going back to our biblical ancestors, Abraham and Sarah. The legacy, the inheritance passed on from generation to generation is not about material possessions. It's about character, ethics, and values. There is a long tradition in Judaism dating back to Torah of passing along the treasured Jewish wisdom in the way of an ethical will. This week's Torah portion, Toldot, gives us a wonderful example of not only honoring the legacy from generation to generation, but how each generation adds to it. In the book of Genesis, God makes a covenant with our patriarch Abraham that he will make his offspring, who will become the Israelites, the Jewish people, as numerous as the sands of the sea, and the promise of land, which we come to know as Canaan, the land of Israel. It's the promise of land I'd like to focus on tonight. Moses, later in the book of Deuteronomy, reminds the people of God's promise made at Mount Sinai, saying, see, I place the land at your disposal. Go 
take possession of the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to assign to them and to their heirs after them. The rabbis offer a parable to explain an inheritance, in this case, land passed on from generation to generation. So the parable is, a king gave his servant a certain field as a gift, gave it to him as it was. The servant went to work to improve it, saying, what I have is only that which was given to me as it was. And the servant planted a vineyard in it, saying again, what I have is only that which was given to me as it was. So also, when God gave Abraham the land, God gave it to him only as it was. As it is said, arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it. For unto you, Abraham, I give it. And the text goes on to tell us that Abraham went to work to improve it. As it is said, Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba. And this week, we hear that Isaac likewise went to work to improve it. As it is said, Isaac sowed in the land and found in it the same year a hundredfold. And Jacob too went to work to improve it. As it is said, Jacob bought the parcel of ground of which he improved. So this parable to me has a radical message that focuses not on the material possession of the land, but the responsibility in each generation to do something positive and productive with the inheritance given to us and to think about what we will leave to the next generation. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob each model this for us. Yet it's our patriarch Isaac who makes his mark in this week's Torah portion. So our bar mitzvah boy, Asa Silverman, will offer a beautiful teaching tomorrow about Isaac and the wells of his father, Abraham. Of course, Asa, I am not going to take any wind out of your sails tonight. Um, how is it that Isaac stands out from his father Abraham and his son Jacob? Each of them, when there was a famine in the land of Canaan, brought their families to the bountiful land of Egypt to sustain their families, but not so with Isaac. When there was a famine in the land, Isaac chose to remain in the land. As the text tells us, Isaac sowed in the land and reaped a hundredfold the same year. God blessed him, and Isaac grew richer and richer until he was very wealthy. He acquired flocks and herds and a large household, and God appeared to Isaac and said, 
I am the God of your father Abraham. Fear not, for I am with you, and I will bless you and increase your offspring for the sake of Abraham. The Hebrew word for offspring, for heirs, is the same root for seed, zerah. The rabbis see Isaac's merit and the gift he gives to us in taking the gifts that he has been given and planting those as you would plant seeds in the earth, working hard to nurture and sustain them, the work of his hands, his mind, and his heart to see these seeds then grow and blossom. Isaac may do with what he had to work with. What a wonderful way to think about the inheritance each of us carries from the generations that have preceded us. Those character traits of persistence, independence, kindness, hard work, eloquence, silence, humility, and even the undesirable traits, some that were a little rough around the edges, but still we learn from them. On this Thanksgiving weekend, to think of all that was given to us from our parents, teachers, friends, strangers, seeds for us to plant, for us to work in as expansive a way as we see Isaac as a model for us, all the ways that work can sustain us. Each day to be in a place of gratitude, to receive all the blessings, gifts cast broadside by a generous hand. Each generation makes their own mark, a reflection of those who have come before us and what we do to magnify the blessings by tapping into our own gifts and letting them flow. That's what I was blessed to witness in my own family, the cousins, the next generation stepping up, standing on the foundation of parents and grandparents, carrying the words of Torah, our inheritance, as Jews into the real world. So much for each of us to be thankful for.